When you do a podcast, you've got to have a song where someone sings the title. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? The world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way. So listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay. Probably no guarantees. Hello and welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to Warriors. I'm Jeff from Happy Valley. I'm joined by Chrissy, veteran escapee survivor of Murderville, Idaho. Hey there. Also, here's Jeremiah, who clawed his way out of his hometown, The Coffin, California. Hello. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I was uh, just pawing through my library the other day, and I came across a couple books I haven't read in some time. I thought we might be able to talk about them and uh, the enjoyable, potentially enjoyable stories that they contained within. I thought I would start off with The Hobbit, something that we've all had to read along the way, I feel. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Starts with the hobbit in his hole. Yeah, is this the one where they try to move to another farm, but they all end up drowning in a rainstorm? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Don't you bring that up? <laughs> well, why would they move to a farm and drown in a rainstorm? I don't know. They were, they lived in the ground and in like that was like the grapes of wrath or something. No, different disaster than the grapes of wrath. <laughs> a lot less rain. That was, a lot more that dust. Was more dust. <laughs> yeah, that's less... why they were surprised when the rain showed up. They didn't know how to deal with it. Oh. Well, let's go with it. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I can't say I necessarily agree because as far as entertainment value went, I actually really enjoyed the Hobbit movies. And Not the movies, the book. I know, but I'm saying, like, that's what could go wrong, maybe? Like, a lot of people were really mad that that book was turned into the movies it was turned into. Mm. Also, the song. Which song? The Bilbo Baggins song. Bilbo. The, Bil- the song that Bilbo Baggins hates? Bilbo Baggins. No, there's a song that Leonard, Bravest little Leonard Nimoy sings about Bilbo Baggins. But it's Leonard Nimoy singing. How could you hate it? I'm not saying I hate it. It's, it's earwormy. Bilbo. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> He's very earwormy. It does get in there and doesn't let go. Kind of makes you want to do a jig everywhere you walk. That's a good Could thing. Could be kind of awkward. Never awkward. Always fun. Except if you really need to be, like, keeping your balance. Yeah, it's not so great. So don't do to it be... on a tossing ship. Yeah, like, tossing ship or, you know, say if you work on in construction, making high-rise buildings and you're walking across beams. Not great to get caught by a sudden case of the jigs yep don't want the earworms at that point they cause balance problems all right uh one i also had to read in school which i mostly enjoyed huckleberry finn okay so huckleberry finn is the one that plays a guitar and has the hat right he also goes down to georgia i think so he's like, I, I don't like to play the guitar because I'm a sad hound dog. Right? That's... Wait, I thought that was like Elvis Presley. Mm, that's Huckleberry Hound. Oh! oh there we go. Yeah. He's got oh. the jowls. <laughs> that's true. He's got the whole... He, he definitely Like, if he shook real jowls. hard, there'd just be like, like slobber everywhere. Oh, so he'd be like my cat at this point in time. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen a jowly cat. 
it's not that he's jolly it's that he's extra juicy <laughs> um and you know every once in a while he does like the dog shake and sprays my face with drool and it's that sounds not a way I like amazing waking up. yeah no no so so means he's well hydrated that's good yeah that's true hydration's important it's key I'm gonna disappoint like every I don't I don't remember Huckleberry Finn like at all oh you just don't like floating down rivers is what I'm hearing muddy river like I remember Mississippi is quite muddy little of Huckleberry Finn I I mean there's like a lot of I know so I don't know I can't remember a lot about the plot I know there's like a lot of rampant racism in it which is yeah, a but what if, pretty big problem. What yeah. if that racism was like a critique of how racism was, but people banned it just because they saw the N-word in it instead of appreciating it for its cultural benefits? Well, I mean, like, I think... That would be bad. That'd be something... Horrible. I think that stuff happened. I mean, there's always that those who oh, don't history learn from history are doomed to repeat it. And huh. I think they're, you know, we have to realize that we were horrible racist people at one point if we're going to move on from being horrible racist people. Oh, for a second there, I thought you said we were, as if we had moved on. No, <laughs> still are. Um, but yeah, it, it, I don't, I don't remember that story. Okay, how about the? Wasn't uh, there? Wait, wait. Wasn't there a movie of that too with like Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I Huckleberry Finn? Don't no. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I believe you if you say it's true. I feel like yes. Is that a good thing or a wrong thing? Well, at the time, it was a great thing because I was young and Jonathan Taylor Thomas was nice to look at. So, if I'm remembering correctly, then good thing. What do you mean, was? I don't know. I haven't seen a picture of him lately. Is he still nice to look I mean, at? The, in the movie, he probably still pretty sweet. Right, but he's probably still also 12, which... Okay, no. So, <clears throat> clarification, listeners. <laughs> Jeremiah was trying to make a reference that Jonathan Taylor Thomas was hypothetically an attractive adult. Uh, <laughs> not referencing any Jonathan Taylor Thomas young kid times. That would be inappropriate and wrong. Thank you Thanks for, for your clarifying, Jeremiah. Back to our show. <laughs> okay, it's so. Greatly appreciated. Counter Monte Cristo? Mm hmm. I can't eat the sandwich, it has ham, it makes me oh. sick. Oh, that sandwich is so, so good. Sauce. It's so good. So good. I know. Thanks for you rubbing it in, it jerks. While, you have to eat it while you're in Disneyland at the, like, the Bayou restaurant where they have the pirates ship go by. Ah, so good. <laughs> it's good enough to go to prison for. It's magical on so many levels. Yep, can't eat it. Thanks, jerks. Aww. What if we just take the ham out? Well, then it's just dumb. Then it's just like French toast. Damn. No, it's still got other meats and cheeses in it. Yeah. Nah, I just don't think it would be the same. Uh, well, the sandwich has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> oh, okay. So, theoretically... So, this is a prison escape narrative. So, and revenge scenario. And Oh, and revenge. So, I think what can go wrong with that is that you don't get out of prison Ooh, yeah that's bad yeah if, you, but... yeah if you never escape then yeah it's all kind of fruitless at the end also just kind of ends yeah. the story right at the beginning right this is an escape novel i didn't escape yeah. the end well i don't think you could start with that sentence oh because then who would you be talking to well you'd be talking to yourself because you've gone crazy in prison 
Oh, they'd have to make it into like a dream sequence where you thought you escaped, but you never really did. Yeah. They did that in too many no- novels and movies lately. Yeah. Oh, like that Leonardo DiCaprio movie that was frustrating. Which one? I don't remember what it's called. The but island it was one? Unimpressive. Yeah, it was definitely on an island. Skull Island, Shutter Island. Shutter Island, I think. Okay, there you go. I like. You think we're not playing movie trivia right now? Otherwise, it'd be you'd be winning because you got it right. No, no, no. (laughs) Don't don't patronize me. Oh. Okay. Uh, Speaking about being patronized, the Scarlet Letter, another book I had to read in school that not very many people liked. Um. Yeah, the Scarlet Letter is is rough because the way it's written and the time that it's written is not it's not a very friendly period of literature. Mhm. And so I think one of the things that could go wrong is that you know, students get really caught up in the in the way that the story is told and miss the entire narrative, which is is pretty important and actually translates really well into modern culture as far as shaming goes and people looking out at the sins of others before, you know, paying attention to what's going on in their own lives and then labeling those people forever. So I think it still holds true for commentary as well about uh, what the difference is between uh, male and female in that kind of situation. Yeah, no, it really Unfortunately, does. Unfortunately, it still is quite true. That puritanical yeah. way never really left. So, since college, I won't lie to you, I've not read very many classics, and most of them have faded, but I do watch movies sometimes, and I own, like, five, and one of them I own is called Easy A, which is a retelling Mm -hmm. of The Scarlet Letter that's, like, actually really good, Mm -hmm. and talks, like, it shows that really well, like, the, the different ways people react to girls as opposed to boys' sexual activity. And I think that that's really the biggest thing with that book is that people ignore like it. It's a hard read and it's hard to get through, and the it's dry, and so it, it really goes slow for a while. Yeah, and so it, I think it'd be really easy to miss exactly how much is still applicable to society today that's in that book. I find it disappointing that this wasn't addressed when I read the book in high school. Um, like, this was not a topic that actually got brought up. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that I think back on it, that disappoints me. Alright, we'll end on a high note. Okay, high notes. Woo! Uh-huh. No, no, no. Go on, go on, go on. Finish your thought. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you have to finish your thought, then we can go to the high note. That Fine, moving on. Uh... Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. <gasps> okay. What? A wonderful classic novel. So, I feel like the zombies might know a lot about prejudice and people judging them without getting to know them. They do. People just immediately try to shoot zombies on sight without even asking, learning their history, even trying to communicate. Yes. That's that's frustrating. That's like super frustrating. And I feel like people who do things like hunt zombies, they always end up 
incredibly, like, with an overinflated sense of pride. Because they're like, look how awesome I am at killing zombies. I'm so amazing. So. So amazing. So. Also, these people keep wanting to put up walls, which is speaking too much to present day people. Um. Ooh. Yeah, I'm. I'm anti wall. So. <laughs> in I think they're good on houses. I mean, just for like elements and stuff like that, keeping them outside. You know, I. I it's guess... true. I like having a box house. I like having it contained. Like walls yeah. can be fine. I think that walls are also mean. <laughs> so. I was saying walls with a capital W. Like as a last name? <laughs> uh, we're like... I don't think we're getting there on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, right, so man. Have, you, have you read the novel? I have not read Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Uh, I've I've, I've seen read it. Pride and Prejudice. And that's Colin Firth getting out of a lake all wet and sexy. Oh yeah. Colin Firth getting out of You know what? And I think here's the thing. This is actually a really like there's an entire song about what could go wrong with Colin Firth and Pride and Prejudice and him getting out of a lake all hot and sexy. And double clicks hit it right on the head because who wants anybody but Mr. Darcy and Colin Firth when that character exists? Totally. Wily old bastard. Wonderful specimen. No other men are worth half what you're worth. And that's what can go wrong. Just ruining everybody. Because what else, what else is out there after that? You see it, you know it's there. It, it's true. Ruined. Expectations are so high at that point. And then, okay, and then have what that I've guy hunt that, zombies? Uh, both of you know the movies more than the books. <laughs> uh, we're very well-educated people. You guys, I have my BA in English literature, so I feel pretty good about this episode. My professors should probably never so hear this. Good. <laughs> I think that's all the time we have for tonight. <laughs> Chrissy and Jeremiah, please give our audience your fond farewells. I am so ashamed, you guys. Don't judge me. <laughs> Good night. It's a truth universally acknowledged that a humorous audio show uh, discussing classical literature will be in want of actual commentary on classical literature. Good night. Thanks for listening.